You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today we come to the Give Your Life Away podcast and specifically the Epistle Project and 1 Corinthians 11, 17 through 34. Uh, we are about two-thirds of the way through um, our uh, study in 1 Corinthians, and we come to this famous passage that you often hear uh, recited during uh, the Lord's Table um, at church, uh, during partaking of the Lord's Table at church, and so I want to um, highlight something that I think sometimes we miss in um, our, our understanding of this passage. So 1 Corinthians eleven seventeen through 34. But in the following instructions, I do not commend you, because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. For, in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I believe it in part. For there must be factions among you in order that those who are genuine among you may be recognized. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper that you eat. For in eating, each one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry, another gets drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill and some have died. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, so that when you come together, it will not be for judgment. And the other things I will give directions when I come. What I want to highlight here is we often make the self-examination portion of this passage a personal thing. We say, examine yourself, see if you have any sin that's unconfessed before the Lord, and that's not a wrong thing to do. But the main focus of this passage is that these people in Corinth were partaking of the Lord's table in a very personal way and not giving any thought to the rest of the body of Christ. Notice at the beginning that he talks about the, the fact that there are factions among them. We heard that in 1 Corinthians 1. We heard that in 1 Corinthians 3. This was a divided church. This was a church that, that looked like a lot of churches uh, in our time. There were divisions. There were factions. There were people who had one opinion, who had, a, had one teacher they liked, and there are other people who had another opinion and another teacher they liked. This was happening then just like it happens now. And the criticism Paul is levying here at the Corinthian church is not that, well, you didn't take a personal time to reflect on your own personal sins and therefore you took the Lord's table. Now that's certainly a thing that should be done. But what he is criticizing them for 
is they have factions and they're not in fellowship with one another. And they think that they can partake of the Lord's table and everything's fine. And so those famous verses that we hear, starting in verse 23, are all about this. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Those passages, you know what Paul's highlighting here in those couple of verses? He's highlighting Jesus did this for his disciples. Jesus did this for you. So when you come together and you partake of the Lord's table, make sure that you are looking out for one another looking out for the needs of one another, looking out uh, for the unity of the body, get rid of the factions, come together, be one body, and therefore care for one another just as Christ cared for you in giving you the Lord's table. Or, more deeply, just as Christ cared for you in giving you His own body. So, yes, you should examine yourself individually and your own personal sins. But I believe the most immediate context and the most immediate application of this passage is that you should examine, every time you partake of the Lord's table, you should examine, how am I living in the body? Am I engaged in, is there a faction that, that I'm engaged in with another, with another person? There's a, is there a grudge? Am I part of a party spirit? That's what we should be looking for first and foremost. Am I pursuing peace in the body? If so, then eat and celebrate the Lord making peace with us. But if you are uh, not pursuing peace, if you're actually being a disruption, if you have a conflict with another believer that is not that you have not sought to remedy, if you are divisive, if you are at odds with someone and you're not seeking to reconcile that relationship, then you have no place partaking in the Lord's table. Think of how He lived toward you. He gave Himself, gave His body, gave His blood, to reconcile you back to Him, back to the Father, so you be reconciled with other believers in the church. This is the first true application of 1 Corinthians 11, 17-34. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.